Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. I want to mention a new series we have, uh, which is called Shark Tank Ready. Uh, um, it features Matt Higgins. He's a recurring. He's going to be a recurring guest. In fact, he's already done one of the segments. It's a, it's a series on how do you get ready for Shark Tank. And Shark Tank just isn't the TV show, which he's been a recurring guest shark on, but the shark you talk to at the bank or the shark you talk to your cousin that you're trying to get money for your project. How do you talk to him? How do you prepare yourself to be able to sell your idea in order to create the business you want? That's what this series is all about. You can learn more about it at priceofbusiness.com. We're excited about it, and uh, we think you will be too. All right, Ruth King, always love having her on the program. Uh, she is a longtime regular and one of my favorite people to talk to when it comes to all things money and and listening to her show over her segment over early years it's like a long-term tutorial on how to be shark tank ready uh it's all the stuff you need to know before you build your business launch your business or if you're in your business how to make sure it's behaving the way you want it to behave and so i always love having ruth king on the show her websites are numerous the one I mentioned is RuthKing.info because it covers just about everything she does. She's an author. She's a consultant and uh, a fan and personal favorite. Ruth, welcome back. Thanks, Kevin. Great to be back. Yeah, love having you. All right. Let's talk about, uh, you know, something you're, you really like to focus on, uh, fiscal dis- discipline. When I think of you, I think of fiscal discipline, which is often uncomfortable and, oh, we have to talk about that. <laughs> you know, I, I get that, but that's really the difference between thriving and surviving. That's what you talk about. And, uh, but also you're really well versed when it comes to that of making money, of making profit. And, uh, I love whenever we have, uh, those conversations. And so today we're going to talk about a complaint everyone has, which is it just seems slow right now. How am I going to make a living when it's so slow right now? And you've got a clever idea and a clever story that accompanies it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you, if it's slow, I mean, sometimes like February, March timeframe are slow for different companies, or maybe the summer's slow, or, you know, some time of year that you're not generating as many revenues as you do in other quote-unquote busier times. So um, one of the companies that I work with, February was notoriously a slow month every year. And the, and the thing was, well, we can never make money in February. And you know, Kevin, you know me well enough to know that, hey, we're going to find a way to make a profit February, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So what we ended up doing is I said, okay, what were your February revenues for the past three years? And and we looked them up and he said, okay, what would it take to generate, you know, at least break even and make a little money in February? And we came up with that number and we proposed a contest to all of the employees, everybody in the company and said, look, um, February has been a slower month for us. We want to try something this year. And we want to see whether we can generate a little bit more revenue and in February, this is what our past three years have been. And he told them, he says, what do you think we could do in, to generate revenue in February? And they came up with the idea, which was even higher than what he was willing to accept, which I found really interesting. And so did he. So what he says, okay, if we make this revenue goal in February, I'll take you all out. I'll include your spouses. I'll pay for the babysitters. 
and we'll go to the, there's a really cool steak restaurant in town that everybody really wanted to go to, but a lot of them couldn't afford to go to. And so that was the deal. And guess what happened? He had to buy a bunch of steak dinners. And pay for a bunch of babysitters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did he break even? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> but, you know, the funny part about it is the reason that we paid for the babysitters, or I made him pay for the babysitters, was we didn't want somebody not to be able to go and say, well, I have to pay for a babysitter, and it's not worth it for me to go out to have to pay for a babysitter. So that excuse was taken away. All the kids, you know, the mom and dad could go out and have a really fun evening, and they didn't have to worry about paying a babysitter. So, you know, it made it so that they didn't have to, you know, put money in to go out, so to speak. And it was amazing how much revenue they actually generated that February in terms of they've never done that before. And, yes, they were profitable. But it really shows that if you try to do it by yourself, I mean, I think I learned this lesson more than anything else, rather than asking everybody who works with you, hey, you know, what do you think? What are some ideas that we can use to generate revenue? They have the answers. It, it doesn't have to be you in a, you know, in a vacuum. Ask the questions. And it's amazing what they came up with in, in terms of how to do it. So it, don't think you're alone and you have to come up with the ideas. Let, them, let the people who work with you come up with the ideas and give them a reward for, for making it happen. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So so talk, talk about, I, I know the listeners going, okay, so what did this look like? What did the actual strategy look like that led to that? And I, for one, by the way, I totally agree on incentives matter. Incentives really do matter. And uh, so this is an example of that. Yeah, absolutely. So what it, you want to know how it happened more than anything else? They went through their customer base, and they found all the people who had done business with them in the past three years, and they looked at them and they said, okay, you guys know us. You've written us a check and everything else like that. Here's a reason to buy from us now. And it expired. So not only was there an incentive for the employees, there was an incentive for the customers. And we, and we priced it so that they obviously made a profit and that type of thing. But it brought in so many customers who had done business with the company, but not recently, and gave them a reason to do it. I mean, it was, it was amazing how well it worked. So give me an example of what the reason would be. Um, well, for example, Heating and Air, it was a Heating and Air contractor. And we said, if you buy a unit now and not wait until summer, here are all the reasons for doing it now. They gave them a, a, a slightly lower price, number one. They included maintenance, number two. Um, if they were on a maintenance plan, they gave them $50 for every year they were on the maintenance plan. And I can't remember what else it was, but it was a bunch of stuff, and it was a really good reason to do it now. And that happened. And then if they needed their system service, they gave them a reason to do that now um, and, and things like that. But, but it doesn't have to be heating and air. It can be something... For Valentine's Day, if, if listeners, you know, do things that were good for Valentine's Day, um, talk to your customers yeah. who haven't bought from you a while in a while and, and actually just give them a reason to come back. It's amazing how much revenue mm -hmm. you're going to generate. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and uh, make sure you, if you are in heating and air conditioning, you, stand, you come short of 
sabotaging their AC in May if they don't uh, <laughs> if they don't buy. Uh, make sure you go short of that. But yeah, I like that, and I like the fact that you know uh, the your power of because, and the more becauses you have, the more likely you're going to get action. Yeah, yeah. Some of the listeners, let's say, are restaurants. Why don't they just send an email or whomever or a postcard to all the people who they've done business with before and say, hey, haven't seen you in the restaurant. It's, you know, it's Valentine's Day month. Bring your spouse or bring a guest with you and you'll, you'll get a free appetizer or something like that. I mean, just get people into the restaurant. One, one of my favorite things that I've ever seen is one of the restaurants in a smaller town in Iowa, believe it or not has a Facebook page, and when the restaurant is slow, they put a Facebook-only special for that night, and people know to come in and ask for it, and it fills the restaurant. Oh, that's fantastic. you got to love that. I love that. And, you know, the great thing about that is that not everyone in that family is going to want the special. <laughs> but it was exactly. enough. It was enough for uh, one or two who will get the special, and they'll have some savings. But there'll be a couple that'll buy what they always want to buy. And so, yeah, those those are fantastic. Uh, any you, you mentioned you had two stories. Did you want to mention the other one? I I will do that. Um, one of the things that's really important is to make sure that all of your employees are profitable. So if you pay them, let's say for forty hours, and you can only charge a customer for twenty hours. They're only 50% productive. So the second contest is getting them 80% productive. And you'll give them, let's say, $250 a a quarter if the productivity stays 80% or higher um, for the quarter. And the guys and ladies in the office and ones producing the products and services and things like that start really focusing on, okay, can I really bill a customer for this? And can we make sure that all of my time is billable or if I'm in the office, am I supporting the people who are producing the materials and the services and the the pieces um, well enough so that they can stay as productive as possible? And everybody likes a $250 check. I mean, I don't know anybody who doesn't. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no question about it. You know, incentives really do matter. This is why most of us are so frustrated with government bureaucracies and, and a lot of businesses that behave like government bureaucracies. But, I, you know, bureaucracies, government bureaucracies are an easy target. You're getting, they're getting paid pretty much regardless, the same amount, regardless of what, what they do and what they produce. And that's why we're so frustrated with what they are, what they're like. Businesses don't have to operate that way. They can be clever. They can be creative. And, uh, you know, by all means, should do that. Very good. All right, final thoughts as we begin to wrap it up. Don't think that you're alone. If you've got an issue, if you've got an idea, ask everybody who works with you for help in the idea. Five heads are better than one. Two heads are better than one. A hundred heads are better than one. And you'll come up with something absolutely phenomenal for your customers, for your employees, and obviously then the bottom line for you. Yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, good word to end on. All right, always love to talk to Ruth King. You can learn more about her over at uh, ruthking.info. Her book's globally known, uh, very influential, and always a fun part and important part of this program. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, look forward to it. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. Stay tuned for more after this.